on day one, the the head of school said, we're not offering Indigenous studies. We don't have any Indigenous staff to run it. And he said, if you want to do Indigenous studies, do the youth studies major because they do the juvenile justice studies and that's where you'll find Aboriginal people in the juvenile detention centres and in the prisons. And I thought, I'm coming back here to run that course one day. I'm Dr Megan Williams and I'm with the Graduate School of Health here at UTS. So it's a real privilege because we haven't often had the opportunity to weave Aboriginal people's knowledges and experiences into those more allied health or primary health care topics. We definitely haven't had enough Aboriginal people at the table to influence decision making and also Aboriginal women of all ages. We maybe will have some of the older women and not the younger women's voices and they can be really different. Um, there's a big difference between urban voice and you know regional rural remote voice too and gender and indigeneity and even though there's more opportunities now the legacy of the past has meant that um, we haven't yeah had that voice but also that is the issues are just so complex and they're they're really wearying and worrying for individuals too I haven't seen any improvement in any criminal justice statistics in in the 20, nearly 25 years that I've been working. It's my reality that everything I've worked for has worsened. I think the barriers for improvements will come down when more Aussies, general Australian voters start to feel and sense and understand the value of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and culture, when there's more respect for Aboriginal ways, we'll see those Aboriginal ways brought in to the ways people do things. And there's so much already that in this country that's shaped by Aboriginal people that mainstream Aussies aren't aware of. I've just seen time and time again, if we'll point out, oh yeah, that street name's from that word, or that town name's from that language group, or eucalyptus, or, you know, Aboriginal pharmacology, or there's so many things we already have from our Aboriginal people. So sometimes it's bringing those things to light as an educator, and then building on that, and encouraging people to engage with Aboriginal people themselves more. Well, this is one of the most special, important statements that's been made to me. It feels like it's spoken to me individually, but it's for all of us. We gathered at the 2017 National Constitutional Convention, coming from all points of the southern sky, make this statement from the heart. Our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander tribes were the first sovereign nations of the Australian continent and its adjacent lands, and possessed it under our own laws and customs. This our ancestors did, according to the reckoning of our culture, from the creation, according to the common law from time immemorial, and according to science more than 60,000 years ago. This sovereignty is a spiritual notion, the ancestral tie between the land, 
are Mother Nature and the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who were born therefrom remain attached thereto and must one day return thither to be united with our ancestors. This link is the basis of the ownership of the soil, or better, of sovereignty. It has never been ceded or extinguished and coexists with the sovereignty of the Crown. How could it be otherwise? That peoples possessed a land for 60 millennia and this sacred link disappears from world history in merely the last 200 years? With substantive constitutional change and structural reform, we believe this ancient sovereignty can shine through as a fuller expression of Australia's nationhood. Proportionately, we are the most incarcerated people on the planet. We are not an innately criminal people. Our children are alienated from their families at unprecedented rates. This cannot be because we have no love for them. And our youth language languish in detention in obscene numbers. They should be our hope for the future. These dimensions of our crisis tell plainly the structural nature of our problem. This is the torment of our powerlessness. We seek constitutional reforms to empower our people and to take a rightful place in our own country. When we have power over our destiny, our children will flourish. They will walk in two worlds and their culture will be a gift to their country. We call for the establishment of a First Nations voice enshrined in the Constitution. Makarata is the culmination of our agenda, the coming together after a struggle. It captures our aspirations for a fair and truthful relationship with the people of Australia and a better future for our children based on justice and self-determination. We seek a Makarata Commission to supervise a process of agreement making between governments and First Nations and truth-telling about our history. In 1967 we were counted. In 2017 we seek to be heard. We leave base camp and start our trek across this vast country. We invite you to walk with us in a movement of the Australian people for a better future. University of Technology Sydney has adopted the Athena Swan principles to promote diversity and gender equity in the workplace. Sharing the stories of our female staff members' achievements is part of our commitment to understand their perspectives and enrich our community. 